Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, good morning. Welcome to this next iced coffee date. So today is gonna be a fun one because we're gonna talk about whole foods versus processed foods. And I actually shared a little something on Instagram yesterday. I had um, basically some polls having you guys vote. Is this a processed food or is this a whole food? And I did, tr- I did purposely throw some tricky ones in there as far as like, what would be considered whole food versus a processed food. And it was really interesting to see your answers. So I'm gonna talk about some of those today. And I should also preface this by saying, I'm not an expert when it comes to how food is processed and whole foods versus processed foods, all that. And if I'm wrong at any point, please send me information, please send me data. Obviously I am somebody who loves to learn and I feel like things do change very quickly in this nutrition space. So just send me anything if I am incorrect about any of these, but I'll give you kind of my take on what I consider a whole food versus what I consider a processed food and what I consider a processed whole food or maybe a convenient whole food. Um, because I think there are, there's some, what am I trying to say here? There's some, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Some middle ground, some, I, what's the word? I don't know what I'm trying to say right now, but there's some gray areas, gray areas with all of this. <laughs> wow, guys, words are hard this morning. And then also wanted to talk about kind of where this came from. So this whole idea of whole foods versus processed foods came from some conversations that I've had with our one-on-one clients where, you know, they, I've had a few conversations, you know, people getting like a little bit frustrated. They're not seeing results as fast as they they would like to see. And of course, we're over here doing sustainable fat loss. We are not crash dieting anybody. So sometimes, you know, sustainable fat loss does take a little bit of time. But as coaches, we are here to help you out, give you a little bit of tough love, give you some direction as far as what you should do with your diet. Um, So, you know, we're always going back and forth with our clients trying to figure out the best um, types of foods for them to eat, the type, best types of strategies for them as far as hitting their nutritional goals. But having some of these conversations, and I'm gonna say this with love and with kindness, um, but we definitely have some clients who say they are eating a lot of whole foods, doing like an 80, 20, 90, 10. Um, but when we look at their food logs, there's a lot of processed foods in there. <laughs> So again, not shaming anybody, not by any means. This is carrots and cake world. I do not eat perfectly. I mean, I had late July chips yesterday. They were delicious. We had chocolate chip cookies um, yesterday that we made. I had a martini on Thursday. I am never gonna shame anybody about their food choices, but I do think it's important to give these clients some kind awareness around what their food choices are and a little bit of education here. Um, So if you're in the same boat, you're like, I think I'm eating whole foods, but maybe I'm not eating whole foods. 
Hopefully this will be helpful because of course, the more whole foods you are consuming, the healthier your body is going to be. And then if you are interested in fat loss, making sure you're eating those whole foods is really important just because of the way that your body processes them and uses them. There's this great thing called the thermic effect of food that you know the more unprocessed your food is, um, the more energy it requires to break down. So if you're somebody that's looking to lose some weight, that can make all the difference. And I really believe that our bodies utilize nutrients and vitamins differently from food than they do from processed foods, supplements, powders, things like that. So um, obviously our focus over here is very, very food focused. Our nutrition approach is very food focused. Um, so we talk about the food a lot. So anyways, I just kind of want to give you a background like where I'm coming from and obviously doing this from a place of awareness because awareness is number one when it comes to making changes with your food choices and your diet. Because if you're not aware of where you can improve or aware of what you are doing with your food choices, it's hard to make changes. So. We'll get into this. So um, as far as like what I considered processed versus whole foods. So whole foods, I would say anything that comes from the earth, anything that comes from an animal that has not been processed in any way. I think that's like the most raw version of it. So like a carrot from the ground um, or um, an egg from a chicken, <laughs> like not processed, like a piece of fish. Um, I'm trying to think like any fruit or vegetable off a tree, any sort of leafy green, anything like that. Um, yeah, those are whole foods. And then I think there are, well, let's do the other side. Processed foods, you guys nailed it. Um, hot dogs, Cheez-Its, cookies, hot dogs, deli meat, chips, um, crackers, stuff like that. Anything in a box or a package. Um, a lot of times it's gonna have some like colorful label or something on it, but not necessarily. And then I think there's kind of this gray area, which is a lot of those things that I put on Instagram yesterday that are these processed whole foods and then kind of like the convenient whole foods, which no shame in that, man. Like if you're gonna, if you need something that's convenient, that's gonna get to you to eat healthier and not processed food, I say go for it. Um, but this like middle ground of like processed whole food. So um, I did put the example of applesauce. And so applesauce is technically a processed food because you took that apple, you did some sort of processing, you know, mechanically, you know, like breaking it down into applesauce. Um, so that's technically a processed food, but I would consider it a whole food, especially if you read the label and it just says apples, like organic apples, and that's it. There's no sugar, there's no citric acid, there's no anything like that. I would say that's a processed whole food or a convenient whole food. Um, I'd also throw, um, what else would I put in there? Oh, beans, that was another like tricky one, I guess that I threw in for you. So like canned beans or packaged beans, they have also been processed. But the thing about beans is that they're coming off the stock. They're kind of like these, they're, they're like hard and dry and whatnot. So like, you're not gonna eat like a dried bean. So you need to like soak it. Um, you need to eat it from a can or a package or something like that. And again, technically it is processed because you have done something to it in order to eat it. Um, but at the same time, I would consider that a whole food. Like it's minimally processed. Like you have to do something in order to eat it. Um, like you can't eat a dried bean. I mean, you could eat a dried bean, but ew, like 
gross. Um, but I would consider that a whole food. And of course, if you can get the highest quality, there's tons of canned organic beans, there's tons of packaged organic beans, just the highest quality, that would be the best bet. But if you're just getting, you know, regular canned beans, packaged beans, something like that, I think that's totally fine. I would still consider that a whole food. It's just a convenient whole food because you're not eating raw beans. Um, I'd also put like peanut butter in there. Like if it's an organic peanut butter, all it is is peanuts, maybe some salt, you know, technically processed, but I would still consider that a whole food. Um, okay, some of the ones that I put in here that I was surprised by some of the answers where not, not a ton of people thought these were um, whole foods, but some of them didn't think that they were processed foods. So that was kind of surprising. And this is stuff that I would say is technically processed food, but if you read the ingredients, and I would say if there's like five ingredients or less, I would say that is minimally processed because they haven't added a whole bunch of stuff to it. Like obviously there's some sort of processing as far as like breaking it down, like mechanically breaking it down or packaging it or, you know, just putting it in a different form, but it's still that whole food. I think those are okay. And if you are in a rush, you're on the go, you need these convenient things to help you eat better. You know, you're eating a perfect food bar versus fast food or something like that, I think that's probably the better choice there. But I would 100% think um, perfect food bars, bands of pasta, RX bars, that type of stuff, all those like snacks and bars and stuff, that's 100% processed food. But of course, like the fewer the ingredients, the better. But it was surprising to see that RX bars, 23% um, of people said that they weren't processed. I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, that's some great marketing by RX bars. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the C CMO, CFO, I don't know his position, but I used to work for him back in the day. Um, so it's just interesting. He's a really brilliant guy. <laughs> He's doing a good job over there on the marketing. And of course, the way they package it, you know, they put all these whole foods on there and you can go down the rabbit, rabbit hole on RX bars and where they source some of their ingredients really the best love you rx bars um but i do think it's better than having you know mcdonald's or dunkin donuts or something like that i do think it's a better option um but again that is processed you have processed those foods into a bar um and now it is technically processed food because if you ate egg whites dates nuts separately you know like in their whole form that would be whole foods but they have been broken down and processed and put into a bar so that would be the difference there. But yeah, good marketing over there at RX bars. Um, some of the other ones you guys nailed, Kashi cereal, gluten-free bread. There were some people that thought gluten-free bread was a whole food. And I was like, oh, thank you. Cause I always joke that gluten-free bread is my toxic trait. <laughs> Cause I love it. I love a good egg sandwich. Sometimes you just want a sandwich. I love sandwiches. I really think when I think about um, meals that fill me up, a sandwich. A sandwich always fills me up and satisfies me. So I just love bread, but I or gluten-free bread, but I just know it's trash. It is totally processed. There is nothing, nothing good about gluten-free bread, but it is tasty. <laughs> and you get what you want in between those slices and it's perfect. So no shame, no shame. If you like some of these processed foods, you know, you're just, everybody's got different goals as far as their health and their physique and whatnot. Um, whole grain crackers. I tried to throw the whole grain in to like throw you off, but most of you guys got that one. Um, that's definitely processed. Um, and then, oh, low fat cheese. Let's talk about low fat cheese. So low fat cheese, 28% um, of people thought that that wasn't a processed food. 
Low-fat cheese is probably one of the most processed foods out there. Low-fat cheese, non-fat cheese, any sort of low-fat or non-fat dairy has been processed because dairy naturally is full of fat. I mean, that's the way it comes from the animal, you know what I mean? So when you are having low-fat or non-fat dairy of any sort, it has been processed and there has been different things added and taken away um, to get it into the form that you are consuming it. And again, no shame in that. I mean, I would never eat a no fat or low fat cheese because I love cheese so much. And I'm like, give me all the fat in my cheese because cheese is delicious. There's all that good vitamin A, retinol, there's all that good stuff. But again, it depends on your goal. I mean, if you're somebody who is in a fat loss phase and you really need to keep your fat um, low or, you know, moderate, um, you know, low fat or non-fat dairy could be helpful to your goals and getting you to your goals. I don't think it's like the healthiest as far as your body goes. I would probably go for the fat and like all the good stuff and having that product in its most natural form. But again, it depends on your goals. I mean, I'm thinking about going into a fat loss phase and um, Mal bought me low fat cottage cheese. So here we are, it kind of depends on your goals. I don't think it's necessarily good or bad, um, but just making you aware low fat cheese is processed. <laughs> For sure. Get the whole fat cheese. It tastes better. <laughs> All right. And then um, we're going to talk about white rice. That one was really um, surprising. So white rice, 66% of people said it was a whole food and 34% said it was processed. Or maybe it's the other way around. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, 66 said it was processed. 34 said it was a whole food. So rice, white rice. <laughs> oh, and I should add, um, Mal jokingly was like, I think a lot of people think white rice is bleached. And I was like, no, no. And he was like, put it in your poll. And I was like, all right, I will. That was interesting. That was super surprising. 58% of people said, yes, white rice is bleached and 42 said no. So I want to clear that up. And again, not an expert in how food is processed, but from what I know about white rice, it is not bleached. Of course, there is a mechanical process that happens as far as, you know, removing like the brand and the germ and the outside layer of it, but there is no chemical process. There is no bleach going into your rice. I mean, if there was, nobody would eat it. I mean, ooh like actual bleach. I don't know. I don't know if that's what people actually think, but there's different types of rice. I mean, removing that outer shell layer to that white rice inside that is a white kernel. So there is white rice. There's so many different types of rice. So that actual rice, yes, it has been processed. That outer layer has been removed. So it's technically processed, but I would consider it a whole food because I mean, it's just that processing, but nothing else happens to that little white kernel after that. It has not been bleached. <laughs> so please don't think that, eat your white rice. Um, but there is a difference between like brown rice, white rice. I mean, technically brown rice is a little bit more nutritious because that outer layer hasn't been removed but white rice is a lot easier to digest. So it just kind of depends on like what your goals are, what your preferences are. There's a whole arsenic route. <laughs> I'm not gonna go down that because again, I don't know, um, but just wanted to point that out. It's definitely like an urban myth that your white rice has been bleached. Um, it's just a different process as far as how that rice is processed. Um, but yeah, I would say it's one of those um, processed whole foods or convenient whole foods. Um, and we love white rice. We eat so much white rice in this house. It is so good. So many of those good carbs. It's so tasty. Love it. 
Um, okay, I think that's what I had for all the different things that we talked about. But that was really fun. So thank you, thank you guys if you participated in that. That was really interesting to see what people thought as processed whole foods, you know, vice versa. It was really, really interesting. And then hopefully this kind of cleared things up for you. I do think there's kind of like categories where it's the extremes, of course, like an actual whole food that comes from like your garden. <laughs> or something like that. A super processed food that like you probably wouldn't give your kids because it has like red five and like all these like weird additives in it. And then I think there's kind of like the middle ground of those like convenient whole foods. Um, and then of course like different levels of that too because I think there's things like beans and rice, lentils, like that type of stuff. And then there's stuff kind of like the RX bars, the bands of pasta, um, the perfect food bars, stuff like that. So I do think there's kind of like a gradient of it, is that what I'm trying to say? <laughs> Different levels, there's like an ombre, ombre. <laughs> All right, I hope you guys found this helpful. And again, if I am totally off about any of these, let me know. I'm always trying to learn more, especially about our food system because I do think our food system is making us sick. So anywhere that I can learn more about it, do better, do the best I can, um, will be helpful. And yeah. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode and talk to you later.